I'm going to talk to you about off the record. Uh, Brian, have you ever gotten a parking ticket? Yes. Have you ever gotten a speeding ticket? Yes, I have. Which is worse to deal with? Oh, a speeding ticket for sure. So bad. Parking tickets are pretty easy. You just mail it in. Right. Not so easy. Not usually going to fight it. Exactly. Have you ever fought a parking ticket? No. Have you ever fought a speeding ticket? Have you ever wanted to? Yes, I've wanted to. I've been too lazy. It's too much work. Way too too much work. Mm -hmm. And it's like you got to see the cop in court often. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to do that. And you have to go to the place where you got the ticket, the county. The biggest thing is you got to wait in lines. A lot of the worst lines in the world. I attempted to fight a ticket one time. The line was two hours at 8 a.m. Whoa. And it was just degenerates in the whole place. Who has two hours... In a, on a weekday to fight a ticket. Only people without jobs. And can you imagine that line? Go check out offtherecord.com. This is how it works. You snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer. You don't pay the traffic ticket. I don't know. It's amazing. It's Sounds magic. like magic to me, yeah. Yeah, and if you enter code AWESOME currently, uh, you also get a nice little discount. So go ahead and use the service. Super easy, as Warren said. And if you don't win, you don't pay. Wow. Offtherecord.com. Thank you. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Beautiful, Warren. We're recording Beautiful. right now. Thanks, Lane. Whammer jammer. Do you know someone commented that you always say something like that at the beginning of an episode? What's that? We're recording. Because okay. I'm... I, Let's go. I know. You gotta have like a Wayne's World. No, I can just say it. <laughs> I think we're recording Five, is a good thing. Four. <laughs> signals. Have you ever commented about that? I don't know if we were. They're about being to get some lightning. Or what? I but... think it was uh, Marty. Oh, well, uh, Marty. You know what? Oh. Marty gets all I the I gotta thank love. Marty. Thank Marty big time. So those, uh, what are the fuck, what are they called? Good those, old, what's his name? Those. Uh, mechanic oh, towel. Oh, the towels are so good. They're so good. Well, that's what? that's not different, Marty. But yeah. Okay, I was thinking Marty and Sue, dude. Those Marty, things are, are insane. They're like mechanics towels that are like pre moistened, but then they have like no, they have grit scrubby grit. But, but they actually get into like dude, your fingernails. Like, we need a brand name. I don't know. I, I spaced. They're so yeah, towels, I They're so good. It's insane. I know. It's crazy how good they are because they do like when you go wash your hands with whatever, you still don't get all the stuff out of your fingernails and stuff. Those things do. Dude, no. this is like a totally. Yeah, they do. Like, They're amazing. This is not an endorsement. Like this is literally like. So I mean, I guess we'll jump right in. I mean, I'm not a paid endorsement. Sorry. Uh, I guess I'll jump right into my um fucking uh project car update since we're talking about you this. Have to swear. Dude. So um, I raised the suspension on the uh, Celica All Track, and so I got grimy, right? And there was still some grease and shit that I dealt with, and like, yeah, sure enough, dude. Like that stuff t- just takes everything off like butter. It's ridiculous. Like, like butter. Like like butter. I was like, you know, I never tried butter. But. You know, butter takes everything <laughs> off. <laughs> it's like cleans it's like your hands clean right as up. ice, dude. It's like it's like butter is ice. This thing. Uh, but yeah, that that was it though, because um, I did remove the old um, 
Remember I told you that I had Gorilla taped the freaking yes. boot with some zip ties? Did you put your new boot in? And that was gross. I did not, but I did remove the old one. And of course, uh, while I was doing it, my my glove, it was a you know a latex glove, got caught in the Gorilla tape and I went to pull it off and it ripped off. So then I, uh. now I have grease all over my fingers, which was fine uh, because <laughs> Tubbo Towels... Tubbo towels, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Uh, but what yeah, I got I got all that shit under my nails out. Like that stuff is magical. I don't know. I loved it's it. Very good. But can we just oh, make wait. a video short on this whole scenario where Art <laughs> pinches his glove and loses a thing, and it's like a little stressed out, but telling himself it's okay. Just a little grease on the uh, fingertips. Why'd you take your CV joint boot off when you don't even have a new boot to put on? Because. I gorilla tipped it again. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> uh, because I, I I raised the car and I wanted to drive it to like f- get a feel, like test drive it and see if it felt. Was like, it ripped? The, old um, the I mean, was the was the repair bad? That uh, yeah. So it had started. That's how I ended up with grease on my wheels. Remember, uh, or on that r- front right wheel yeah. last time f- after the rally. So it had come apart uh, where it, it attached on one side basically, and so I redid it and better seeing how it had failed before with zip ties again everything and and it's pretty solid um i also determined while i was doing that i had mentioned that i was considering doing a split boot totally not going to do that i'm just going to get a normal boot um because i don't have to pull the axle stub out of the freaking transaxle it just it attaches with the uh you know those like little Mm -hmm. um hex or the freaking yeah. um you know those bolts yeah uh so i don't need to i need, need to pull it out which means i don't need to do like you know transaxle fluid easier. which is a pain in the ass i really yeah. hate doing that so you just pull the one side out it's just oh, that and CV. you slide it on yeah and then you just pop it out you know so it's i mean i still have to pull a couple ball joints out whatever and with the castle nuts but that's way easier than having to deal with like such a messy job so um you can find rebuilt ones on like uh, Rock Auto or whatever. That's what you're gonna do. So I did order it, yeah. yeah. So I'm just gonna do that. I mean, like, um, because it's it's way. I mean, I don't want to mess around with that shit. It's so messy as it is, and like you can, you know, just throw another one on there. Yeah. Pop it off. Throw another one on. Pack it up. Pack it up. And I'll keep that one as a spare because it actually the the grease is really clean. Um, it doesn't look gritty or anything in there. It, um, it looked like it had just happened possibly. Yeah, the, but then you're gonna have a spare that's like. But it's like bootless and stuff <laughs> well, but everywhere. I have it out so I can throw a boot on it, right? Yeah, Which is yeah. like it'll be ready to roll, son. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I did raise the car. I didn't take any pictures of it because uh, it got dark. I want to do it before and after because I have a profile. Did you drive shot. it? Yeah. Um, just yeah, real quick. And uh, did you jump it? I did not jump it. Is it's this, much more suited for jumping. Does it feel now. proper. It feels proper. Nice. Proper. How many fingers? Uh, so I raised it exactly an inch, both front and rear. Fists. Pretty, we're talking fists. Yeah. Pretty personal question. Yeah. Fine. I mean, we get, we get it depends on the how warmed up the situation is. I understand. Is that the answer? No, that's not the answer. No. No. So there's my project car update. I raised the Celicol track, and it looks a lot better. You didn't drive it. I barely drove it. What do you think about your uh short sidewalls though? They're fine. Even with it raised? Yeah. <laughs> if they're not, dude, they're not. We need facial expressions. Brian's <laughs> like, like an emoji right now. <laughs> <laughs> he did like an Elvis lip. Even with it raised. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't have his surfer hair going right now. Like, but what uh, have you gone the 405? Uh, <laughs> uh, what about the Pico? You know, like Sepulveda? My question still stands. Yeah. Uh, it's... F- it's meaty enough. Okay, what what's the uh, aspect ratio? Forty five. 
I don't give a shit what it looks like. Those tires are so goddamn good. It's true. Yeah. Four S's. True. I'm not a paid. It's true. Paid uh, sponsor. Or you whatever. specifically aren't. You never got the tire. I didn't get shit. I've never got <laughs> shit from Michelin, but those tires are amazing. Yeah, they yeah, are they're amazing. really good, and they're it's definitely it's on the shorter side. Tires. A night day difference between those and the uh, something else's. Oh, good call, man. What a tire. He's doing Hurley Haywood speak. Oh, oh right, yeah, uh, yeah. Ninety. When you took a peek, you got on your hands and knees. Uh, yeah. You look, yeah. got a close look at the tread, and you're like, Yeah. Wow, what a tire! Wow, yeah. what a tire! Uh, yeah, it it, it, it definitely difference. is. It's a little bit beefier than the tarmac rally look, but I don't know. It works. The okay. one thing I do want to do though is I want to go back to putting the twenty millimeter spacer in the back and moving the ten millimeter spacer that's in the back to the front because. Looking at it from a profile, it looks a little silly with because it's got the wide body, you know, so the wheels are a little sunken in and it looks kind of odd. Wait, you want to put the 20 back on the back? Yeah. But and, it'll scrape. But I raised it. No, no, it's right. It'll still scrape. So I will, fresh, roll, I will roll the rears if I have to. It'll, yeah. It's well, going to scrape. If you raise it an inch, he's probably fine. We'll no, find dude, out. That thing was, an inch is a lot, the, dude. The tire goes way up in those wells. But it also has like a camber curve, right? right. So like it might. We don't know. I'm going to try it. But then the other thing is just I, if worst case scenario. How I much you want to bet it'll rub? I, I have. It's probably a 50-50 chance, to be honest. So what are you going to do? I, bet 20 bucks or 100 bucks? Probably that's none the because I there's a very good chance that it will. Oh, so I want. That's okay. what I'm saying. I'm I mean, fine rolling. Like five bucks. I'm fine rolling them ninjas. I'm going to okay. heat it up and roll them. Or why don't you yeah. just get 10 mils? Because that's what's in the back already. Oh, why don't you get 15s then? Mm, I just want, I think them. I'm going to go hella flush on this you thing. see where he went. Mm. That means no. <laughs> <laughs> He's already got the 20s. Lane. He's gonna throw the 20s right. on. It's just see like, because you got the big mud flaps, you got the big, the wide body, and then like these like kind this, of inset. The stance life is a fine balance. It's a fine balance. And you got to get right to the edge. But not rubbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where Apparently, I'm at. I don't like, know. L- look at my 993. Like, I want to get it to that. That was like yeah. fully rolled, but like aligned right. And yeah, hmm. meaty flush at 45. Meaty, meaty flush. That's like girls that are thick and fit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, but, I'm down. I heard that's a good hashtag. You know, someone said, <laughs> God, it's your, you're the reason. <laughs> the reason. <laughs> um, I, I, had a good little uh, weekend, car related weekend. You did. Yeah, what'd you do? I got the Vanagon out. Really? That's not what I thought you were going to say. Me either. Well, I'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, did a slow coast, like the ideal Vanagon environment. Like if you were setting up an aquarium to house a Vanagon, mm. you know, like on a display. Yeah, it just goes back and forth. It would be this slow coast drive. Where'd you go? Did. North? We south. did north uh, up Taffin Bay, but we did it very slowly. So we very did slowly. <laughs> very Vanagon like. We stopped at like the lighthouse and just looked at this. Did uh, a companion bakery. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, what is it called? And this is with Drew down? Yeah. Family style. Mac of the year? Family style. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> to the pumpkin patch right up the coast. That the one right Portland's. there. Yeah. What's it called? I don't know. I forgot. Rodoni. Rodoni. And then. Uh, Pescadero for lunch. Okay. Ran into some uh, some peeps there. I saw uh, our boy with the E30 from New York uh, that was on the rally. Oh, oh no way. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get to stop and say hi, but I saw him parked in and we kind of like waved each other. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he was still living the dream, apparently. He got a job at Canefa. Oh, he did? No way. Yeah, he's like, got a job as parts guy or something. Okay. Rad. 
So, anyways, he was up there on a drive, and then there's a British car club up there on a drive as well. Um, uh, the Delaquilas, that crew that oh nice they run with. nice nice um a lot of old white hairs and yeah. triumphs and whatnots um tartan <clears throat> tartan yeah and then we did uh Half Moon Bay, and then my sister moved to Half Moon Bay like in uh, near the airport there, so kind of did this like full perfect uh, beautiful fall day in the van again. Like and it, it was it was all good. I didn't have to do a thing to it except for uh, when I started it, it had a sticky lifter again because it just had sat so long. Mm. And so I drove it five miles or so, um, and it freed up and it was totally fine after that. So, Mar- Marvel mystery oil, yeah, right. Um, but you know, Highway One North of Santa Cruz is gorgeous, and it's got the right speed limit and the right type of road mm-hmm. and. Um, other van folks out there giving us the thumbs up or the the you know peace sign. Yeah, and uh, flipping you off. Do you wear like a fake long beard when you like drive yes. it? Yeah, and like so you put just, on that long sleeve shirt with the tattoos on the arm. Yep. And this was Sunday of the final day of Ren Sport, so that coastline was every fifth car was a 911 or a 356 uh, and it was pretty cool That's you know pretty you kind of see these rad scenes of someone pulled over like on a bluff yeah hanging out um and also that nine uh that nsx tour was oh i saw those right. guys i didn't south. see him but jason posted a picture of them and yeah the, the golden gate bridge camisa yeah i was at a whale city bakery on sunday yeah or saturday i forget but i was there and they all rolled by yep and there was like some new ones, uh, yeah, but mostly old ones. The NS Expo is what it's they like, were calling. Oh it. right, what's I, worse I, than I one NSX? Yeah, yeah. Were they pretty riced out? Or was, a lot uh, of them were. Yeah, yeah there's uh, it was kind of like mixed mixed bag, but um, it's better than I was coming home from San Francisco a couple weeks ago, and there was a Corvette club. Sweet, and it was all C five, C sixes, and C sevens. Half Dude, of I them had bras like on. That. Half of them had like the chrome wheel pack, you know. So you were down. All the accessories. It was like pretty pathetic looking. Were they color matched Raz though? Oh, of course. Speed lingerie. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, Vanagon lives. That's glorious. Yep. So you, I feel like uh, you just made that comment about the E30. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling them all out of the. Just just moving things around, you know. You know, winter's about to start, dude. Now get your cars out. (laughs) Yeah. Fun days are ahead. I uh, got the E30 <laughs> in the garage. The and um, So can I mention yeah. something about Highway 1? Because yeah. you just mentioned Highway 1 on the way down here. Yeah. Did you see my picture? Yeah. So um, on the way down here, I was, you know, cruising along, Vanagon life, you know, driving a GTI. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> saying what's up to like all the GTIs out <laughs> yeah. there. We like, we do like the low arm. We do the you know? shocker, dude. We do the shocker, but keep it low, <laughs> kind of motorcycle uh-huh. style. Uh-huh. Uh, just cruising and like... Uh, I saw a car up ahead. It was a new Civic just veer off the road oncoming. This is a two lane road, two lane highway. And I saw it go off the road. I'm like, that guy's totally going off the road right now. And he hit like a, like a berm, like a little mound of dirt on the side. The car was going about 60 miles an hour, goes fully airborne, all four wheels off the, off the road, huge explosion of dirt everywhere. Coming and right at you. Coming. Jesus. R- no, he, he <laughs> it was not oncoming. He was behind it. 
Uh, so there was a right. there was another car in front of me. What but did you say oncoming for? Why, because why? he was in the opposite direction. I'm oh, he was in the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he wasn't in my lane. Oh, he was coming towards you. Coming towards me. So, um, <laughs> so he veered to the right. So he veered to the right into the dirt off of the road, and so um, immediately I start to slow down. The forerunner in front of me drives off the road like I just like totally off. Like fuck this guy, yeah. he's gonna hit me. Um, and so it was like full slow motion. I'm like, I see this happening right now. I, I basically came to a crawl at this point, hazards on, and the car flipped end over end, like the front, like basically dove down, it clipped the front and it ended up like sliding and like sort of tortoise shelling down the road for on like its roof, on right? its roof yeah. for like 150 feet. And it stopped about 80 feet away from me. And I'm um, sure were you that you're going to see a dead body. I had no idea, dude. I was just like it was just such a surreal experience, you know, like, cause, uh, um, I saw the whole thing from like, okay, this guy's driving off the, to the, off to the shoulder texting, right? Uh, I think he fell asleep because uh, there's the, you have the, the, the rumble strip there uh -huh. where it's pretty fucking loud, you know? And like you immediately look up if you're texting, but dude, how do you fall asleep at fucking five o'clock? I don't yeah, know, dude. That, it's yeah. so weird or something. I mean, I don't, or he was distracted trying to do something well, you else. Pulled over. So you saw the guy after, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I pulled over. So we, there's no, a, he just bailed and put a peace sign out. Uh, yeah. Dude. And like, no, he's yeah, not photos first yeah. yeah so um the forerunner guy and i talked for like literally walked up to each other i'm like do you have reception i didn't he did he got on 911 on the call right away um and i walked up to the car and i'm like hey any everyone okay in there like nothing and like i'm like i was gonna go up to it and knock on it to see if anyone responded and as i'm walking up to it i hear like a bunch of rustling inside the car's totally fucking tweaked and yeah. like you know all the airbags went off uh fluids everywhere and so as I'm like getting closer to the car, the, I see the guy in there and he opens the passenger side door and is like half stuck in his seatbelt and stuff. And he's like totally shocked, you know, of course. And he looks up at me and he takes his glasses off and he looks at me and then he puts them back on. I don't know what he was. <laughs> he was totally out of it, you know. And I'm like, all right. And I, I didn't ask him if he was OK. I'm like, all right, you're obviously moving around. Just take it easy. Like, you know, just sit down like um, because he wasn't bleeding or anything, you know, like uh -huh. I'm not going to be like he, he seemed fine. You know, I do he was like just the, uh, rattled. Hey, you guys all right? <laughs> Car flipped end over. I end. mean, what are you gonna say? <laughs> Anybody know, in no, there? I, know, I mean, like I you know, just we just you just want a response, Hello? right? <laughs> um, and so I don't know. It was it was pretty gnarly, that's, and like that's it, crazy. Really gnarly. And the thing is that like you know, Lane and I were talking about it earlier. It's like if that car was like one of our cars, like they would have he would have been fucked. Like I mean, the modern cars are 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 so safe, and like the whole thing just crumpled in the right and absorbed all the right. all the impacts I and mean, airbags alone and like. just full. I mean, air, I mean, you could barely see in the cabin because there were airbags everywhere. And yeah, I probably um, would have been able to like open the door in the Mercedes and like get out, you know, like it wouldn't have been crumpled as bad. As I don't know. Civic, yeah. But. but the problem is the impacts, right? Like you would have yeah. like, it's just like, they're not, I don't know. I it's feel insane. like you slam it, your head you look in the at shit those, and those crash tests of cars, 30 years old versus a modern car. And it's like, yeah, no comparison. Yeah. It was, it was pretty it's intense. Wild. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. But I, basically after that, you know, I, I, the guy like sat on the curb and, or not on the curb, but on the side of the road. And, he, and so, um, like a few people approached him and they're like, 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 are you okay? Whatever. And he's like, I just need to call my wife. That was the first thing he said. And so, um, like he found his phone and, 
And so he did that, and I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go record a show, sir. I'm sorry, uh, you figure this out. Listeners and, come first, and then I, yeah, exactly, I bailed. But I'd never seen something that in, like that gnarly. That's... Like I, I saw once. I think I mentioned it because people had asked us before, like, what is the gnarliest crash you'd seen? And I saw someone get t-boned in an intersection, like downtown San Jose, like, and the truck like spun around and hit the curb and rolled onto its side, you know, because it was like a hard mm-hmm. hit, but nothing like from beginning to end like this is happening this is happening boom like fully airborne uh yeah it was it was pretty pretty well lucky that's what happened he didn't sort of the other way like into an oncoming car i mean yeah dude it would have been yeah either the guy in front of me or me yeah i mean driving home like last year from work there was a head-on collision with two cars and i think two people died I know at least one person died. I think it was two mm. right by like by Wilder Ranch. Yeah. Where it's four lanes. Mm-hmm. That's a fast Dude, section there, Tim. <clears throat> I, I was driving home one day in the same area and, you know, the motorcyclist just died. And it's like you see his sneakers uh, like yeah. far away from the bike. And it's yeah, just it's like, not good. Dude, what happened? I don't know. But yeah, there were a lot of different circumstances. I mean, like even if he didn't cross over into the oncoming lane, um, like right there it's it's right you, you guys know the road i mean there are little valleys that drop off on the side of the road and you have these dry creek beds like just multiple ones and so he hit one of those hillsides but like if he would have just gone another 20 feet it would have been Dropping either down. either drop down like roof into the side of the mountain or like drop down straight down like you know 80 feet or something you know which would have been way more intense i think way more damage so he just kind of bounced along the road and slid yeah but or if you went the other way you can go off into the ocean straight up straight up into the ocean foot drop yeah yeah straight into the ocean there that's that's a gnarly one but yeah kind of kind of gnarly slow coast man that's why you gotta go slow try slow i don't know if speed would have made it (laughs) he was just moving at the speed i think yeah whatever happened either don't so no drive us no one like, asked yeah. him what happened no like it was just kind of like, like a, a rude everyone question. was being like just like nice to the dude he was obviously super shaken up and like you know just kind of some people right, offered so, him like so I, I noticed you didn't you're not like you didn't drive that well like what's wrong with you i'm like dude like what the fuck like i saw you man is it the steering i know it's probably <laughs> bad steering on these cars slow steering rack slow huh? steering rack and, and i noticed they had hubcaps the hubcaps you know like maybe had something oh like you got a base model base model so yeah, yeah, that was uh, my experience on the way down. But you were gonna Being go into early. a different vehicle, I think, weren't you? Oh, oh yeah, I can. You know, well, you did more stuff. Uh, not in the van again. But uh, you did drive another car on that same highway one. Yes. Further south. Yes. Did he? <laughs> yes, I did. Um, I'm the last person to sample the uh, 2012 Aston Martin. You crashed uh, it, huh? V12. Jesus Christ, dude. End over end, or just kind of <laughs> mellow. To not even drive. I did not I did not do any project car updates. I don't know if you did like okay. but we uh, can just like close that segment. Do you have anything? Podcast. No, I, I have nothing. I don't have anything. Locked yeah. and loaded. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so V twelve vantage six speed manual, twenty six thousand miles. Carbon Carbon black. black edition. Yep. We waxed about it last episode. Yep. I don't have much uh I need to, you know, talk about model specific stuff, but um it's a really good car, really good car, and I didn't get to really drive it much. Uh, fun roads, uh, many fun roads, I guess would be the way to say it, until yesterday. But um, I did the date night thing with it um, with Sarah, and that was cool. But again, you know, highway, get off, drive city streets, back on the highway, kind of thing. And then Friday we went to Ren Sport, and I drove down the highway. 
in it and then parked in a dirt parking lot with a bunch of other cars. I got a lot of, a lot of looks and comments like the guys, you know, the flaggers and the other parking lot attendants were kind of tripped out that I was parking it there, but I didn't really know that I had an option. <laughs> they parked, yeah, they, 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 initially, they must have parked you like in the 928 lot, right? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> wish. I should have been in a Porsche. That would have been, I could at least like pretended to be in a different area or something. But yeah, that that's crazy. I haven't been to an event that busy at Laguna Seca in a long time. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just spoiled by Camping While Awesome. Yeah, that, for sure. Uh, you just drive anywhere and park anywhere. Yeah, This is crazy. I mean, that one new paved lot was all GT3s. Oh, uh, right there. Yeah, right. You know, near the uh, lake area. Near the Laguna. The Laguna. Yeah. Exactly. The dry lake. Yeah. Laguna Seca. <laughs> that's right. Um. So anyways, again, like that's highway driving, get off, you know, traffic, getting there, traffic, getting back, all that stuff. So not a lot of like fun drive. But yesterday I took a long lunch and went up. So it was a Monday and I went up one of my favorite roads in Santa Cruz Mountains kind of up and over and landed back on highway one um and it was pretty epic really really good car that thing is i don't know less grand touring than you might think you have a lot of fun in the twisties i don't know if you guys agree with that like on the surface you think it's kind of a big heavy kind of v12 thing but uh it's pretty nimble it has good brakes yeah i mean that's the thing that surprised me the steering and everything i mean it's got good tires and i felt like the traction control wasn't super invasive it would do its job and you'd kind of knew when it was going to come on but um, you had it in sport yeah yeah didn't i never took traction control off i'm not a fucking psycho but um be nice yeah (laughs) and um but anyways i don't you know i won't get too far into it because we talked a lot about it last episode but um i think that it's one of those cars that kind of shrinks around you and you as you drive it more and um god great engine noise i didn't feel um, like it shrunk around you that much uh, i felt like it always felt big yeah i didn't feel like that once i got in a groove mm-hmm. i was totally dialed with that thing and none of the ergonomics really bothered me the only thing that was weird is like like you were saying i think brian is like the t-rex arm for shifting Did you it get t-rex a arm? little bit yeah i mean that's super weird ergonomics I, like there aren't the many rest, things yeah. that you can screw yeah, up the high arm rest and yeah. the the way the shifter is i mean I think you get used to it and like it's not super bad, but I mean, yeah, yeah. it was different, right? And the shifter design is not round at all. It's a huge square. knob. It's a square thing. Huge yeah. too. Huge. So that's a little weird. Um, Phallic. But yeah, and then the high cells. I mean, we always talk about that, like high door cells, where it's <laughs> at your earlobe, is the bottom of the window, right? And that's a little that's a little weird. Um, but yeah, I think it's awesome awesome car and uh v12 manual i mean what more do you need right just very rare car so yeah. pretty cool and it's not a lamborghini that's like obnoxious in like yeah uh, it's not super lava orange or whatever no like, yeah, yeah i think black helps that car for sure it doesn't stand out too much um and it's rare like people don't know what it is you know yeah so it's not what cool. color would you choose it's a great question. I go British, British, uh, the green? green. Okay. You know, the, oh, the lighter one. Yeah. The metallic. Yeah. Mm. That would be a very good choice. Would you do a nose color? No. I think so. That would be a fun thing to decide. You know, I don't even know what the palette mm-hmm. is like for Aston, like mm. exactly, but yeah, I'd like to see it in white. It'd be interesting Ooh. in white, but oh, the like carbon accents. Yeah. 
but carbon edition only came in black, right? Yeah. That one. That one color, yeah. Yeah. Um, but great car. So is it a uh uh like a wham sort of car? I think so. I I would never want anything that that stand outish. Like I think that's if you're a billionaire, damn, you don't even have to be that crazy because no, i mean are, do you think it's a good value for you like at yeah, that price point well that car was called a 599 gtb yeah. uh manual which is a pretty close competitor performance wise and those cars are what are they now 600 grand yeah 800 yeah because it's the they're last crazy of that breed. they go up all the time like they're, they're always breaking records insane right and yeah. what um, are mercy manuals because that's another v12 car but it's not yeah it's, that's it's, like, it's, that's it's not drivable story. like that thing i don't right. think you could what's and that's a, what i'm trying that? that's what's your other R8 option manual? right like oh, 60 70 but v8 v, you're talking about r8 that's yeah, a v10 yeah, yeah, v10 but yeah. yeah v10 manual you're really probably good like, to that probably looking like one one what v10 manual again for 110 or something yeah yeah so pretty close yeah but a true v12 front engine rear drive car and it's 4951 weight distribution right yeah pretty amazing for that small of a car huge motor up front but they've figured that out transaxle car yep transaxle car if your first name's bruce and your last name's wayne it's the only choice (laughs) it's a pretty good one pretty freaking good one yeah um it's quick super quick pretty composed the only thing i can really say like handling wise that i would tune is the rear end is a little looser than the front it's got a little bit more jounce Mm -hmm. i like that word i feel like it had a lot up and down really the front end a lot of lateral movement yeah i i just felt like the rear end had a little bit of dip and dive but it was all pretty predictable so did you ever figure out how to get the display to go back yeah i was telling art i was and I, when I picked it up, it's pitch black out. The display is on, and it's bright white screen saying uh, accept boy. the terms or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea how to do it. It yeah. took me all the way until I got off the exit on Morrissey here. You got you figured home. it out that quick. Yeah. What did you press? Like back or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I pressed back so many fucking times. I don't know. And I never opened it again. Someone, Good. Someone yeah. deployed it. And I think that's the right word considering what you're I deployed with. it. Why did you deploy it? <laughs> did Somebody you asked me about it. And I'm oh. like, I can't. It, it won't work, you know, no matter what I press. Yeah, know, it won't go. And then all of a sudden it goes. Or maybe you told me that it wouldn't. You didn't try it or figure anything. it out. I was just trying to listen to like a radio or something and I couldn't get it on. I put CDs in the thing oh, and yeah. that stereo is so good. It's, it's very good, good stereo. Thousand watt Bang yeah. Olufsen and uh, with CDs it's like perfect. I imagine. Yeah. I Kenny G or what? CD? <laughs> yeah. I had Outcast, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, and then on the way to Rensport I had Amy Winehouse Back to Black. There you go. Okay. And uh, is it Back in Black? Back She's to Black. British too so that works. That's what I thought. British and oh, it's like very old timey kind of British. like rock. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, yeah that was that was a funny thing It's the music choice in that car like I almost felt like because I wasn't the normal type of driver for that car I, I almost wanted to like own that. And, yeah like, you yeah. want to go Beastie I was, like, Boys or something. bumping reggae <laughs> and stuff like you know just kind of like deadbeat music voodoo glow skulls i was Uh, listening to like what was because i did plug in my my iphone yep i think i was listening to black flag a lot yeah i went to the vw show another one yeah that was was like like, i think i listened i listened to uh drink black coffee like three times in a row (laughs) classic (laughs) of course you would yeah Yeah. back yeah i didn't listen to any music in that car because 
that motor maybe. I mean, the motor is amazing. I mean, yeah, Jesus help. I'm I mean, especially you're cruising around two yeah. hours on the highway. Like, yeah. uh, but part of the experience was, like Brian said, you almost wanted to play the music loud so people heard that you're listening to some shit that's like yeah, not, not expected yeah. to come out of an Aston Martin. Yep. Yeah. And you have to play music because, like, every time you turn the car on, the little tweeter things elevate, exactly. like, right in front of you. And it's like, man, it's I, a full know, James Bond that. thing, right? It's like, do, 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 do. Like, you know, the yeah. little things. Yeah. Dude, uh, I had a funny experience with Lane's comment, reminded me of this. Uh, back in high school, I worked at the boardwalk right here, and I was pulling into the lot, like, the employee lot. And whatever, I can't even remember what car I was driving, but I was playing Zorba's Dance. Do you remember from Zorba nope. the Greek? It's like Greek, like polka, weird, like folk music. I'm like it's, it. it's really trippy. Uh, it's great. And I was listening to that really loud. And um, I was at this one stoplight right here. And um, this old man rolls up in a brand new like uh, E-class. And he had his windows down, summer. And I'm like blaring this music. And like he was, I remember looking over at him, like just like, He's looking perfectly straight, and his windows go up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> uh, he did not acknowledge, or he knew. I mean, he definitely did not want to hear whatever yeah. the fuck I was listening to. But his, his windows just roll up. <laughs> Power windows, so good. It was really funny. Yeah, so I think having that one day of like, I had a clear run at two sections of road that are like, well, I can tell you guys later, but just awesome, and only two people in front of me and they both pulled over immediately that's great that's amazing Good for luck. like a 30 minute drive yeah you nice. know yeah because you went all the way down to one right yeah. yeah and i went on a monday at you know noon basically uh-huh. on and it was supposed to rain the following day and so i kind of wanted to get that in before that yeah even so though you went really through rain. felton and up there yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. it was nice like that's pretty epic, rare too to epic. get that first part of the run yeah without car i know behind cars yeah, and that road is so good, and it's big redwood trees as apexes, and you know, uh, cliff walls going along. Oh, so especially you, for the reverb. windows down the entire time. Yeah, just revving it, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, excellent, excellent. Pretty car. special. Yeah. So it's and another one of those cars too, where you're instantly breaking all you know speed limits yeah, if you want sure. in third gear or something. But um, I think if you keep it on kind of the tight, twisty stuff, it mellows you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it does sound way. good at a at slow speeds yeah so you don't have to rev it out that hard although did you notice in uh sport mode it would basically do nothing until three grand and it like it would open the exhaust all of a sudden oh is that and right pop huh. and it would kind of oh, pop yeah. yeah i did notice yeah. in sport mode like or in non-sport mode it always had the gargles and pops on d-cell yeah but then in non-sport mode in sport mode it would definitely have more base on acceleration yes, yes. Hmm. I yeah. wonder if it goes in. Like, it's a variable valve timing. Thing yeah, it was like VTEC. Yeah, maybe it is. And I, I that's another one of those things where I'd like to know a little bit more. Or is about it just it. like a butterfly in the exhaust? Yeah. That, that was more what it felt like to me yeah. because I didn't feel like a real power thing. It just felt like all of a sudden it got louder. The exhaust is like, I mean, the throttle response is like really touchy on that thing. I love yeah. it. It's really good. Um, so, my buddy Dan yeah. at work noticed uh, that when you revved it, the first time everything sounded fine, it baffled it the second and third times. Hmm. Huh. In sport, yeah, weird. In, either either in one. Neutral, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Rubbing it up, yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah, um, yeah. But overall, can you dry rev up. that like high or no? Uh, I mean, I wasn't pegging it or anything. I just, you know just like blip the throttle. Wah, wah. I know, like the GTI, I can just like sit on the throttle and it will only go. go to three thousand. Yeah, a lot of oh, really? Like it that. wouldn't limit it. No, yeah. yeah, it was definitely going over three. Yep. Uh, I had a little adventure this last week, week, I guess. 
I oh yeah, you did the Momo. I thing. did the Momo rally. That's cool. Um, to Rensport, so Brady Boswell, Bradley Brownell picked me up in Santa Cruz on Wednesday morning. From he Reno. drove from Reno in the Rad Forty Four, I guess is what we're calling it. The <laughs> eighty four Euro nine forty four with the Radwood livery on it. He cruised down in that, picked cruised by my house, and then I. I drove it. Actually, I drove it from here all the way to Santa Clarita. Uh, with him, stopped in Paso for some lunch, and the car did really well. It's like, I don't know, it's like pretty good. Nine forty four, manual steering, uh, has some a little bit of tranny wine, but it's not. It it drives well, and so we made it to Santa Clarita, stayed in some ghetto ass hotel. He had to do some articles for Jalopnik. When he was doing that, I went out and went to a do-it-yourself car wash, washed the car, because it still had all the rally dirt on it from mm. the Coastal Ranch mm-hmm. Rally. So I, I washed it, and then we went and saw a movie. And then the, <laughs> next, the next morning, Santa Clarita is a weird town, too. The next morning, we went to the meetup spot, applied a bunch of stickers like tire rack and uh, all, all Momo stickers and all that stuff. Went to the meetup point, got our goodie bags and everything and our route books, and then took off and uh, went on a little rally to Button Willow Raceway. And at Button Willow, they had like lunch and everything, and then they had like open track sessions. Whoa. But I didn't go out at all. Okay. Uh, I have reasons. No helmets, too, right? No helmets. Did Brad go out? No. And it it was kind of weird because like we were supposed to, you were supposed to go there and supposedly give like a one through four on what how fast you wanted to go or something, but the reality was that everyone was just out there, no lead follow or anything, uh, a bit of a cluster. It looked like a little bit sketched. Uh, in so a lot everybody of ways. was in the same run group. Yeah, everyone was in the same run group. It's like why GT, would they make GT, you classify if it there was? Wa- yeah, it's really weird. So it was like GT3 RSs, and then there's like a base. Basically, we had the shittiest car in the rally. Right. Yeah. The yeah. Ch- cheapest, low lowliest car doesn't mean anything. I mean, on the roads, like you know, we were, you know, keeping up. Whatever. It was fine. But uh with Kardashians. Yeah, keeping up with the Kardashians. We had lunch at Button Willow. It was really hot, like hundred degrees too. It's kind of tiring. And then we took off, did the did the rest of the rally and we met we had a cool little group. So it was just three cars. It was us and the nine forty four and then we had um Kevin McCauley, um auto emoji. Mm-hmm. He and his dad drove out from Texas in his nine eleven, I think it's an S C with martini stripes down the side, like the cool, cool. martini ones. Wait, like the triangle ones? Yeah, triangle ones. Like the gas station ones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. The 76 pump ones? It's yeah. white. And then we ha- we were also with Tape Deck Whips. Oh, cool. And he was in his 85 Carrera. Nice. So we were with those guys, and we did the rest of the rally all the way to Monterey or to, to Laguna Seca. Uh, Weather Tech Raceway at Laguna Seca. Yeah, good. Um, for the Momo, I, it was like a party at the Momo tent, and had pizza and beer and everything. And and then we uh, went over. So we did that, and then we went over to the um, Porsche. Was having like a Porsche party for journalists and 
I don't know who else, you know, like I saw Hurley Haywood there and Vic Elford, all these people. Uh, but we just drove in like we were supposed to be there. So we drove into the pits and there was security. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're here for the Momo thing? It's over there. And we're like, no, we're here for that, but we're we're invited to the Porsche thing. He goes, oh, just go ahead and park over there. So nice. went to the Porsche party. It nice. was free booze, free food, oh, free everything. Wow. Good entrance. And then as we're leaving, this guy rolls up in a uh, golf cart and he's like, hey, I, he's like, I used to have, that's my old car. We're like, oh, yeah typical guy right like that's his old oh yeah you're yeah. 944 cool no like that's my old car no way We're like oh okay he's like yeah i sold it to ryan oh no shit yeah. <laughs> he's like i used to beat the shit out of that car <laughs> dude that is hilarious <laughs> yeah 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 so he was just chatting us up about it he said it was like you know he's like i love that thing it's so rad and then he he said he bought an 84 another like a us 84 but it's like perfect with sport pack and lsd and sport seats and everything so um yeah it was pretty cool and then we went to i guess what else oh then we went to warren came the next day yep which was friday Mm -hmm. and we went to the whole did the whole porsche rensport reunion thing rensport hard we hit it hard hard, huh what time did you get down there uh nine o'clock something like that yeah so i was curious like on the rally like uh so a couple things were the roads familiar like had you been on yeah, we've, done, we've done a bunch of them on our rally oh yeah i need to see that packet like, you're gonna give it me the uh, map. yeah i think it's in i think it's in the red ivory four or something i'll get it i'll get it dude okay 25 was he is you know all those things okay yeah and then um any kind of cool notable cars that were on it hmm is there a 959? Nope. There was a Singer car. Oh, yeah. Two, right? One. Oh, one Singer. I was behind a Singer. What uh, color? Like silverish, grayish. With that purple interior? With the purple interior. <laughs> that Whoa. one's so nice. That's a cool one. Yep. It was a nice one for sure. So there was that car. There was a couple other cool cars for sure. I mean, there was... Any 356s? One, huh? I think. And it had the, uh, I posted it on my feed, maybe ours, but the hood was tied down with a bungee cord. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was like the creamy yellow one. Yeah. Had it just been hit? I don't know. I think the latch probably just broke or something. Maybe it it was hit, though. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there was some cool stuff. I mean, nothing like crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, there was some cool stuff. I met uh, that uh, P911R, Michael. We followed him for a while. He's out of Texas. Yeah, yeah. He was in a GT3 RS with his son, and they like had the car shipped out from there to from Texas to here. Wow! To do it, uh, he was a super nice guy. And uh, the Dare Fascination John from Dare Fascination, he was there in his 993 cab. He was nice. Derek Whitaker was on it. It was 911. Mm. Did you? Um, so wait, you guys were the only 944? Only not? No, there was a 944 Turbo, a red one. And it was like, it looked like it had a, like a half cage in it and Recaro's and stuff like that. Oh, sweet. So it was a little bit of like a track rat car. But yeah, we were definitely the cheapest car on the rally for sure. A lot of, a lot of modern stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it was 914.6 and there was some kind of R group style stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some cool stuff. That's cool. And then Rensport. And then Rensport happened. So I met up with Whammer Jammer in the morning. 
and uh, you were with your brother Trav, mm-hmm. and then we kind of just cruised. We had a, like we were, saw Marcelo and uh, um, who else did we see in the morning? Well, Brad, of course, and um, kind of just cruised around. But in the morning, we saw the nine one nine Andropolis. That's right. Nine one nine Evo uh, did a couple laps, like first thing, basically. Uh huh. That was pretty rad. I was, I didn't even know they were, they had it there yet. Uh, you know, I'd just gotten there, and um, that was definitely one thing I wanted to see. Like, I was stoked to have seen it. So, jumping to the end, I don't know. Did they break the? Record? I don't know. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And there was rumors that they we were going to do it. it yesterday. They were going to. Yeah, go I heard they were going to do like a, a private track day with no one around, so you know, just they could just do their thing. So they yeah, had a just, shit ton of tires, right? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they were all in tire warmers and everything. And, and I can't imagine they were running through them. They were doing five lap stints. Yeah. You know? So that's why people were saying Monday because they'd have room to go back in, adjust stuff, have the whole go track. back out, like, and the the guy who was his first time ever in that car. Uh, you know, oh whatever. really damn I, yeah i think That's so it. so it was just kind of but he was running what he did like 190 on the straight yeah wow yeah That's 190 they should have put randy behind the wheel that. that's gonna be like the crazy the yeah. expert right yeah so, yeah <laughs> right well, I'm Even sure they Mark, made the dude, Mark Weber was there like yeah oh, mark Weber, and he was yeah he porsche driver lamar whatever like he was running I don't know what his best, the best lap was, but I saw he was running like 110s. 108, I think. 108, maybe. I've heard of 108. Yeah, and the record's 105. But do 190 on the front straight. So he would crest under the bridge and and then have to start braking at that point because it was that turn, turn, you know, starts so soon. And we were watching um, turn three. And Gnarly. It, like I posted that on DWA. Barely even breaking. It was it was insane going through that that turn. It was like nothing. You've never seen a car go through it that no, fast. That's like, what I was, yeah, definitely what, not. That well, was my reaction to it yeah. when I saw it. I was like, I've never seen anything. I mean, go you've that obviously fast. yeah, I've never seen cars run sub one tens at Laguna. It's mm. crazy. I wish I was there for the F one car to see. Yeah, I've what seen that looks the like. Cliente run like with a Ferrari Challenge, but yeah. it's just like you know an old rich guy behind the wheel. It's never like right. someone who's trying to break records. Yeah, it was so different to watch though because you really had to your head just was on a swivel mm. you, it really you don't was. watch the car go by it was like there's the car and there's the car not corner only that corner just it, moving your head. it was a big deal at the track everyone yeah. lined up on the track to watch it mm. so you know the rest of the day we're having conversations and there's you know race cars going by and you kind of peek over and say oh yeah there's that whatever but this was definitely a like let's stop what we're doing and go watch it yeah kind of thing which is cool well, yeah <laughs> which is cool to see it and then we got to look at it in the pits and uh get up and close uh, up close and personal and it's just a spaceship it's a total spaceship yeah there's no part of it where you can like tie it together to any other car really know? it's that different huh it's just so weird I've you know it's funny that. when we were watching it we were with chris from he was on our rally in the 944 turbo and he was telling us a bunch of stuff and it's like, oh yeah, whoa, Chris knows a lot about this thing. <laughs> uh, so there's the newest excellence came yesterday. And if you look, who's yeah. that article by? Oh, Chris and, Andropoulos. Yeah. And what's the yeah. title of the article? Yeah. 919 Hybrid Evo Tech. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Chris is legit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was just watching his feeds recently, you know, after the rally, and it's uh-huh. like He's shown a ton of articles in Excellence where yeah, he's it, like the go-to guy and he did for another, all this In another stuff. magazine, too. Oh, right? and like Triple L- Zero. The LSD Triple Zero review. wrote an article or something. Yeah. yeah. So, And he's uh, a young dude. Like, I'm impressed. That's 
Yeah, I wanted to. I had I had this out because we're talking about this car, so I want to do a a couple quick um early trivia's. Trivia's, if, if that's cool with you, yeah, dude, it's cool for sure, man. All right, so this is on the nine nine nineteen Evo. Uh, Art, did you want to cheat right there? I could see. Like, well, I mean, I just like I was like, am I looking at? Oh, yeah. I was looking at it as he was flipping through, but I didn't see Lane, shit. You got to be like this kid at yeah. school. Where Sorry, like, over your paper. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hated this. What? Kids. What's the motor size? Displacement. The uh, engine. I mean, it's it's a hybrid car. Oh, so what's yeah. the, the engine? Oh, it is a hybrid. One point five liter. Thinking all electric. And what kind of what configuration? One point nine four cylinder. I'm gonna go one point nine four cylinder. I was thinking like under two liter class. For but some configuration reason. that do you think is, is it a inline V? Straight straight four. I'm gonna say three cylinder, one point. I said five. Let's go one point four. So tiny. Three, three inline. liter, straight four. Two liter V four. Damn, that's V4. way bigger than I expected. It's like a yeah. Bobcat engine. And it um or Lancia Fulvia. Yeah. <laughs> it puts out five hundred horsepower just from the engine. Tur- tur- twin turbo, single turbo? It yeah. does not say here. I'd have to Twin dive Turbo would make perfect sense as a CV, right? You can do two probably. liter two liter with five hundred horsepower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then crazy. how much hybrid power do you think it puts out? And it's got one motor Wait, per can side we up stop front? and recognize are there any other V4s out there? Bobcat. Lancia Delta. Or Lancia Fulvia. And the Saab. Saabs, uh, yeah. The early, what is it? The Saab 9. Uh, old, old ones. Uh, what is that shit? Yeah. The Rally Well, ones. if you look on Craigslist, a lot of cars have V4s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, my biggest pet peeve is a BMW and they V6. say V6. So yeah. many E30s. So many E30s. And I'm like, they the went through the trouble to convert to a V6. <laughs> It's even worse with a Porsche, probably. Oh, that's so bad. I'll say it. Yeah. So, hybrid power, what do you guys think? 500 horsepower. Is that what you're asking? Is the horsepower number? Just from the hybrid power train. Just from the electrical electrical system? 250. 500. 300. 400. Warren wins. Way more than expected. And I I was pretty close. Here's another another trivia. (laughs) Here's a good one weight. Oh, gosh. Wow. That's probably the most impressive thing. 2,100. I'll go 2,900. It's a big-ass thing. 19, it is huge. 1,900 pounds. Wow. Dude, Whammer Jammer is killing it, dude. How much? 1,929. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. And that thing is huge. Hard, it's crazy. Material. That's crazy. It's all just fucking You see the brakes. Carbon. The brakes dude, are crazy. The they were, none of these F1 drivers were doing anything because it was a straight alien driving this thing. This is like an alien spacecraft. Yeah. And Power. he comes down. <laughs> he's got the tall head with like yeah. you know the oval shape. This is almost the craziest like number is the power to weight 2.1 pounds hmm. per horsepower gone that's insane yeah. and a Miata is like street. 16 pounds <laughs> yeah. or something that's that what's good about those normal small, fun dis- cars like small displacement turbocharge helps light massive right? you know, the weight thing does 60 in 2.2 seconds and v for center of gravity too right i bet it's a really like wide angle v yeah right it's the the braking performance was insane and uh 190 at laguna seca yeah 196. Come around that turn to enter the front straight. What is the future of fun cars when if we consider (laughs) this? This is like a robot car. Yeah, I've seen the R18. It's all downforce too. The R18 e-trons, the Audis. Yeah, I saw like the 2015 and 16. I think it was, Mm -hmm. and same deal. It's like 
yeah full-on alien spaceship yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well it was cool because that uh chopard tent of the i forget what they were calling it basically like the legends yeah of ren sport and it's the most important race cars of porsche's career and they had the i want to say it was like two-year-old uh lamar winning car that uh-huh. mark weber drove and it's sitting there with no ropes around it you can walk up and look at it and like peek inside the cockpit touch it we're looking at the doors and it's like, are you kidding me? You're going to get in that and then weasel yourself in to this tiny cockpit with this crazy steering wheel. And they're like the dome around your head is all you have just for six hours. So, you know what we say around here? We say the dome around your dome. Exactly. Mm. The dome, 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 (laughs) double dome, (laughs) double dome. And then all the little details, like the hardware. And we were just like tripping out on on the carbon work and the, like everything's carbon on it. Yeah. yeah. Did you I ask Mark the, Weber if you could sit in it? I didn't see Mark Weber. He was with his girlfriend though. Maria was, Sharapova, right? Yeah. Gritty. I was gonna holler at Mr. her. Mr. Gritty. Uh, yeah. The arrow is what trips me out on those. Have you seen like all the different like facets oh, and yeah. inlets and like I how mean, they funnel the air all around the wheels? Yeah, and this Evo one's even gnarlier. Right, so the Evo one it, is, yeah. is taped off. So all the seams on the body are taped with whatever. I don't know what it is, but. It basically looks like one complete shell. And they probably use the, the Gorilla Tape that I used on my CV. Probably. I think you're right. But then you look at that Lamar car, and it's functional. So that if they had to do a nose cone replacement or a tail, they could do it. But the 919 is completely, the Evo is like seamless. It's mm. so cool. It's yeah. a crazy thing. Yeah, that Chapard tent was one of the most, it's one of the coolest things. Because we did a lap of it, and then we kind of like lapped it again and looked at all the stats and stuff. I just want to look at the pictures, Lane. On what? In the magazine that oh, you have. Um, so the, each car had a banner hanging above it with the description of what it is and why it's cool. Great way to display a banner is because it doesn't get in, in the way of the exactly. pictures of the car. Yeah. So it's like three or four oh. feet above the roof of the car. You can look up and look at all these stats and create... You know, because every car is very significant. It's like one Targa Floria in whatever year. Sixty Targa Floria winner with yeah. uh, Sterling Moss and Jim Clark. Wow! Are like uh, every driver was very notable. Yeah, too. yeah, exactly. I mean, for the most um, part, yeah. or like Caffey or something. You know, yeah, or, um, exactly. The the Gamund uh, first Porsche mm-hmm. car, nineteen thirty nine. Yeah, holy crap! And it is so cool because the cockpit is incredibly narrow but they did something ingenious which i don't know why more cars aren't like this the driver is ahead of the passenger seat so the passenger seat staggered behind the driver so your shoulders don't touch mm. you're kind of tucked behind the driver a little bit yeah and that's the only way you could do it to have two seats in there yeah and it's it was so narrow perfectly restored amazing paint guys are kind of working on one of the wheels while we were there and there's no no oh, ropes. so it's not the one that's like all ha- like hammer no, no, this is the black Lock. one the, the oh yeah, yeah with the, the little yeah yeah it's like a little, little spaceship tiny looking cockpit thing. Yeah, a different type of spaceship it was on the triple <laughs> zero cover yeah, yeah, yeah. The first episode it's, or issue yeah it's the craziest bodywork too that they could get it that's like it's it's gnarly looking body work. i i always think of those cars in terms of what it looked like in the period at the time like yeah. this like i think imagine? like the 919 evo yeah. it's like it's like that that thing shows right? up on the block and yeah. everyone's in these like you know packards and and ridiculous huge cars yeah and then you're in that fucking 1500 pound uh spaceship right mm-hmm. total ufo yeah. so cool the bosch headlights and stuff like from period and it was so rad yeah and that how about that uh 924 um 
Oh yeah, the, the GT Derek Bell car. The, yeah, yeah, the race full race car. That's yeah, dope. so cool. Oh GTP or whatever. And then GT one nine nine three style uh, was in that tent. And then the GT one nine nine six was over at the other. Mm-hmm. The paddock garages, which are also completely open, allow the you number, to walk. The number one, the ninety eight Le Mans winning car. Yeah, like like the Le Mans winner with yeah, the cool it, swirl. So uh, cool. Graphics. Yeah, and I agree. I, I actually didn't comment on. I think it was Lane who posted it, but like no, it was no, Warren. Yeah. Oh, Warren, like. The 993 versus the 996, like yep. in that, the whole shape like lends so well to the 996 the headlights. headlights. Flow yeah. It's so perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's a, really, it's I mean, I love 993s, car. but it it works. Well, also, so well. it has that it it has a way swoopier. Like the windshield goes lower, yeah, and it, it's just everything is so. And the cockpit's like narrow compared mm-hmm. to the body. Yeah, it just it looks so it's, much better. It's, it's more really special. Cool. Yeah, yeah, the 993 sure. had like just a little protruding nose. It was and more all like a 993 that's just kind of stretched, stretched weirdly, yeah. stretched and smushed. It, it was kind of kit carish. Versus yeah. the 996 version, which looks Full like a race complete car. idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. and yeah. it's a car that won. The 993 didn't really win shit because yeah. it yeah. was way slower than like the F1 McLaren F1, right? And the um, Mercedes, and, the and actually Esperante. No. I don't know if it was slower <laughs> than that, but <laughs> the Porsche was also the even the 996 though wasn't up to snuff with those cars. Yeah, really, but right. it was able, even though it was slower. It did the old school Porsche thing where it was able just to like keep, keep going, going keep, yeah. and well, win yeah. Le Mans. It looked good doing it. So we got to watch that car. So as we're sitting there looking at oh, it yeah, in cool. the garage, I assume it's the owner of the car. I'm not sure, but he comes over with a Porsche bigwig and they go and meet the driver who's going to get in this car and go drive it on Laguna Seca. Oh, who's no. like a 25 year old German dude who's like in the best shape ever. And he's getting his racing suit on and getting ready to get in this car. So they wheel it out and cold start a GT1. And we're just sitting there watching the whole process with the little computer. They flip down the rear wing, take the whole clamshell off, check some things out. A couple couple guys Is walk over. Cleaning it. Yeah, stuff. cleaning it. He gets in there. That's awesome. Like checking all the gauges and stuff. So rad. Very cool. Super cool. So Yeah, the access is really neat there because you – you kind of feel weird about it sometimes, but you can just walk everywhere. Except for the Chinese 993s <laughs> or yeah. the new 935 that was under wraps. 935 was open. Had tethered around with the Speedster, at least when I was there that, that morning. Huh. huh. Yeah. But there's a lot of attention for those cars. Uh, that was in a really weird place. They had it kind of like in the stage uh there's like this whole porsche area and then that night lounge kind of who, area. Yeah. they had a whole concert the most random concert night? of all time we didn't Bob stay Weir. we went to a party our our uh, friend gen hosted which was really cool um but uh they had a concert with bob weir perry farrell and seal <laughs> seal hosted <laughs> by uh, danny harrison who's george harrison's son and the house band was like a oh, guy from Tom Petty and Heartbreakers. A guy from Tom Petty, a guy from Weezer, a guy from The yeah. Strokes. It was like they had this huge stage set up with <laughs> lights and, you know, the whole thing. And during the day on the stage, they're having interviews with like Vic Elford and Hurley Haywood or whoever, which I guess is kind of cool, but it's a little, uh, I don't know, hokey. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think if that was your hero um, to see it, him talk about the day back in the day and stuff would be cool, but. An hour-long talk with Vic Elford. I was dude. That sounds pretty rad. That's a Brian thing for sure. Yeah, 
You just didn't smoke enough herb to zone in, man. That's wasn't. I thought you got all stoked about the the talk with Vic Alford. Oh, I'll tell about you why. Cigarette smoking. Yeah, the guy smoked three packs a day of black French cigarettes, unfiltered, for fifty years. <laughs> Didn't they determine that like some people have a gene or some shit? Like it's like it, they're genetically like basically like sort of like they have this genetic barrier to like some like smoke like cancer from cigarettes smoke or something like, i'm not kidding like black, dean martin black no no like dean it? martin was one of them like he lived to what like a hundred or something and he smoked every day like a ton yeah but he was also one of those guys that did it for show i heard like he wasn't drinking whiskey half the time that he was pretending to or maybe so he was puffing were, uh, he was, it was just lit yeah just yeah i'm not sure about that but i think you're right because i know you know, yoga instructor, vegans that get cancer. And then my grandpa works at an oil refinery and, and <laughs> yeah. smoke cigarettes and like live to be 80. Right. Like, right. I don't know, but I think you're right. Anyways, 50 years, three packs a day, unfiltered French cigarettes. And they were talking about how, weren't they saying that's what everyone could about? tell if he was, <laughs> if he was driving the car before him because the car smelled like cigarettes. He was smoking the cars. Le Mans uh, cars. I can totally see it. Yeah. I can totally see it. Like imagine all the fuel vapors and stuff. Just dude, how gnarly uh, were the Le Mans uh, or the freaking uh, Tour de France guys who used to smoke cigarettes while they were racing? <laughs> oh Have you seen those God. pictures? Yeah. Yeah, they're cyclists smoking cigarettes while they're racing. <laughs> it's insane. All I know is that when I climb Mount Kilimanjaro, some of the guides smoked cigarettes we're talking about you gotta take a break sometimes warren dude what are you gonna do Nineteen thousand feet. you want carrots Nineteen thousand feet i'm like dying and I, I, and I could smell a cigarette i'm like are you kidding <laughs> someone up here nice can't get away that's classic um yeah, i went you to had a little, jackson you had a little adventure art i went to barrett jackson and there were three or four portions there <laughs> okay uh, hold on yeah we gotta we can't just transition yeah huge one make car show what i mean what well, overall swag yeah. and the whole thing i mean is it like a lifetime thing can't miss it or what no uh, I'll, okay let me ask you this lane if Rensport next year is mm-hmm. in watkins Glen, new york oh no i'm not gone road atlanta no coda no long monterey be- long yes. beach sonoma sonoma yes. sonoma you're going yeah, yeah. thunderhill well, I would never, but... What about Long Beach? That's <laughs> close, right? Just theoretically. Oh, uh, Vegas Speedway. It would never, but... Vegas Speedway. Just answer. No. You're not going? No. One hour That's flight. But you're going to SEMA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good way to put it. Right. So it obviously benefits us. It's 45 minutes from our... It's also at La Gunaseca, which awesome. is like a legendary we, track. Yeah. It's a beautiful and track. it's like a... It is a really cool event, and the cars are amazing. Like, well, that's what like I'm saying. We said, like, I didn't look at the cars in the parking lot in the corral. Usually, when I go to car shows, I love the corral and looking in the parking lot. This time, it's all Porsches, so that's like boring to me. It's like Jono had his GT3 RS there, and I didn't even care to walk over and look at it because there was a million GT3 RSs like scattered around at the booths. Nine five how many parking. G- n- how many brand new GT two RSs did I see? It was Dude, just like it's weird that I, that exists. It was crazy. I went yeah. to I was at the hotel one night and I just walked to the gas station because I fr- I lost my toothbrush. To buy a toothbrush there's two filling up. Yeah. Yeah it's like once brand in new a, GT2 once a RSs. year you would see one of those. Yeah. Right? And, and you're just like and those things don't matter at all when you're looking at real nine thirty fives. 
And it was an impressive display by a company, uh, any mm. company, right? Yeah. That's going to put on this event. It was worldwide. Uh, all the people come from Germany and all the cars were shipped in there. Mm-hmm. The tents, the buildings, the stages, the VIP areas, like, Vendor row was more packed than it ever has been. Like I've never seen it like that ever. It was like big time companies with that tag turbo car was there. Yeah, Tag Heuer had a yeah. I've like I've loved that car since I was a kid. F one engine. I know. I I was I was really surprised by what Tag stands for, and now I can't remember what it was. Techniques to avant garde. Yeah, avant garde. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, yeah, it was just so cool. Like going down. It was, I've never seen it like that though. I always remember. I always think of like you know, vendor row as being those little places selling kind of like shitty T-shirts and stickers, and then selling some books like motorsports, like the little right. you know port like books on Porsches and Ferraris yeah. and stuff like that. But this was like full on, like companies, like, like companies, yeah. like Gunther Works had the carbon fiber body on display, and then another car, and then. There was a company doing like hybrid kits for 911s. Yeah. Oh, whoa. And there was it was like SEMA, SEMA esque suspension companies, wheel companies. Yeah. Like, uh, Singer had a good display. Our boy Croc GT had his car in the. Uh, mm-hmm. What would you call that? Like preferred, like. It was like the displayed corral. Anyways, he had a little placard in front of his car. Yeah, it and was he was like, next to like a 959 and uh, oh, sweet. some other interesting cars. Yeah, it was I don't know what you call it. They pick like curated uh, special car. Lot. Like, yeah, some kind of yeah. Was Sharkworks there with the booth? No. Nope. No Sharkworks. Last I think it was three years ago they did the Gone Fishing They did the one. Gone Fishing one. Yeah. That was great. And then we uh, saw our buddy Marty at MSDS mm-hmm. and he has a crazy 914 wide body with a 1,000 horsepower or 1,100 yeah, horsepower. Yeah, Twin uh, turbo Cayenne V8. Whoa. whoa. Interesting. Full, like, crazy intake and carbon fiber dash, and it's very incomplete, but... uh, What, what configuration is a, car, uh, is a Cayenne V8? V8. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> that's, a d- that's a dumb normal. question. Like a V? <laughs> <laughs> has eight cylinders? Eight cylinders. Yeah. Yeah. V. How about a configuration? It has this huge, like, high rise intake off of, like, a, a race fit? car. I don't know. It's going to be wild. Transversely, I mean. And then it has all the, the fenders are all on with, um, yeah, what, what are those called? Rivets? No, they were, like, the pop fasteners. The, the cert. Yeah, they're, like, you know where it's like a screw head and then you twist yeah. it? Yeah, to Zeus fasteners. Zeus fasteners. Yeah. It's all yeah. Zeus. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you could take it all back and it has the full cage going through, you know, going through the everywhere. It's basically full tube frame So at it's that a, point. that was the reveal though, right? Like at yeah. the event. Yeah, so it's yeah. not, it's, yeah, it's basically story. like, you know, the concept of it. Um, but man, if that's what they're going for, that's going to be such a crazy car. Yeah. Um, Is there anybody selling affordable 996 engines? No. No. Not that I saw. It doesn't exist. But like Triple Zero had some huge booth with like couches and stuff. Yeah, there was, you know, luggage guys and interior guys and... Uh, um, Hunziger, Fueled by Passion. And our boy Eric and... uh, with Stripe Design Socks was doing big things, so... Yeah, he was shaking Mike Brewer's hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Props to him. Oh, that's your hand. And then we had a little beer meetup at uh, after lunch, which was cool. No one had cell phone reception, so dude, that was one weird thing. 
Yeah. It's just super overloaded. Yeah. I mean, honestly, everyone's on the gram, dude. Dude, yeah. Porsche owners and people are super into social media because I literally couldn't send a regular text message. Yeah. You'd think that they would do Wi-Fi all over the fucking place for the internet. Or like, like bring in some mobile towers. Or, I don't know. But it sounds like very first world problems, but at the same time... <laughs> we met a couple of DWA listeners. They had beer with us. Yeah, that was rad. From, from Santa Maria. We yeah, hadn't rad. met them before. We and, just uh, walked by Warren and, I, and they're like, DWA! No way. Yeah, were you guys know. wearing your... Uh, yeah, we, had a hat on. Well, we had our uniforms on. <laughs> I, yeah, dude, yeah, name tags. We all had. Oh, we the all had NorCal rally. rally shirts. Travis, totally Warren, un- and I all had the gray ones. Totally by coincidence. Teams. Yeah, so that's funny. But was... yeah, and they had beer with us, and then uh, who? Else? Dusty Snowman had the beer with us, mm-hmm. and a few other people. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how the how Gens party went too. It was rad, dude. He, he rented this amazing house in Pebble Beach and had a full german catered catered dinner. uh dinner with german beer and it was it was great like the the beer was so good i can't pronounce it it's but it's right there why hunt stuff on right, let's see i can read it can you uh that's a vi vi Stefan. okay thank so, you art um, but you're looking at a sierra nevada here so well if somehow they teamed up with the same brewery uh, collaboration it's the oldest brewery in the world i'm totally hooked um Anyways, shouts out again. Thank you very much for inviting yeah. us, and we had uh, a really good time. Did you have some awesome. Spätzle? No, it was like way higher class than that. You so, know, it was awesome. The German uh, chef said, "I, you know, source all this stuff locally, and I, uh, you know, Coralito Street Market." And he said, oh, I, right. "I got this from a market uh, near here, Coralito Street Market." I'm like, <laughs> "Hell yeah!" You like about the text? You tried texting me, but it was like uh, it yeah. took six hours. Exactly. Coralitos is good stuff. I mean, they did have like so- it was like sausages from Coralitos, and then I think some tri-tip, right? Or what was that at the end? Dude, ribs were so The ribs good. were good. But remember they were handing out pieces of steak at the end? It was yeah. so delicious. Yeah, exactly. Hand sampled. Uh, and then I met a guy who works for Kanye West and designs all his oh, yeah. uh, clothing. That was uh, Brent, Brent Coleman's friend. Super rad conversation. Totally blown away. I'm like, what? Wait. So is a stylist or is no, it no? Like... He's a technical uh, designer. He builder like chooses of what kind of mesh they use. Oh, okay. how it's to, gonna like work. Like how it's gonna work. Oh, he's more. He's not a design guy. He's more of a technical. So guy. it's like a like the yeah, like the uh, mechanical engineer equivalent or something. Mm-hmm. Where it's like how are things are gonna fit together and materials. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy holding the the designer back. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, because he's like, I want to do this. He's yeah, like, dude, yeah. that he's is like, no, that's, that's not, not, not going to work. <laughs> you won't be able to walk, dude. Fall apart yeah. instantly. That is not going to yeah. go over the Kanye's nipples in the right way. It's <laughs> yeah. just not. And Brand was mesh. To, doesn't look homeless enough. That's what you got to go. <laughs> Brand was trying to convince him to buy the 550 Spider because he didn't want to drive it back to. <laughs> not, not Kanye, not Kanye, but his friend. Yeah, Drove it out again, huh? Well, no, he left it here the whole time at that guy's house. Oh, I see. Since Camping Wall Awesome, it's been just chilling. So, what's the end of the story did he drive it i we don't know we don't know we'll if have he to look at his one of us should drive it for him well no he was yeah i don't know his friend was seemed pretty serious about buying it yeah yeah because he, he cool. liked it a lot mm. yeah super nice guy named eric um yeah. but uh yeah so that was our run sport experience and then lane and i drove back to santa cruz in the mm-hmm. aston martin and that was it. Yeah. Warren pointed out the Aston Martin, the NVH isn't that great on the highway. Oh, man. Yeah. A lot for, of noise. For a not, not like exhaust either. No, engine no, comes all through Dude, the chassis. Yeah, there's like a big whine from the tranny. But it was more like... Maybe that's part of it. That was part of it too, but it was like... It was almost like... It was like coming through like 
a resonance yeah, that a resonance, went through the yeah. whole body mm. and it would not be a good long trip car mm. like i could see that being well it, you have to stop every 150 miles for gas it's true too. i was averaging 11 miles per gallon and i was Gangster. not driving it hard <laughs> yep that's so, probably the best out of the group. I think you have a hundred miles left, Art. Yeah. I don't know if you'll get home. But um, the way I'm you sure drive, probably not. The, but most importantly, I'm sure you were very disappointed because you couldn't hold hands with Lane because that center console was so high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That it would be too. I couldn't awkward. even see him. You, yeah. 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 <laughs> you can see like a forehead. Just yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. So how was uh how was Barrett Jackson in Las Vegas? The old Barrett, yeah, I went to Barrett Jackson in Las Vegas. I was just mentioning that we had three Porsches there too, so I was kind of cool earlier. You know, I just wanted to yeah, kind of feel like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be left out. Uh, and yeah, it was really interesting, very interesting. Uh, it was it, it was definitely uh more of a trade show feeling experience there were a lot of like like extra booths, vendors and stuff all sorts of vendors everything from mattresses to lamps to mattresses mattresses Wait, okay hold on so mattresses set the framework here so is this like a are there several auctions is this a weekend where there's other no. stuff going on this so is just barrett jackson this is just barrett jackson at the mandalay hotel or and resort uh so this is not like auction week in scottsdale where everyone shows up this right. is just them so it's like a scaled down version of that show from my understanding and having a conversation with Matt there, who's our contact. Uh, and so basically you have a similar experience except just slightly scaled down. It's not like about a third of the size in terms of just the vendors and the Bear Jackson auction in terms yeah. of the uh, the amount of cars. They were auctioning off about 750 cars uh, during three over three days. Mm -hmm. um, and as you can imagine, you know... They, By the way, that's they, so many cars. That's a lot like, of cars. Dude, they fucking pump them know. out. Yeah, the average was like 190 seconds, he said, per car. Dude, I don't <laughs> oh, know if I'm, a, if I'm a seller. I'm not sure if I'd like that. Dude, but... it's and it's all no reserve. There's a very yeah. few exceptions, but it's yeah, I know, no that's reserve. That's how they roll. And because they want cars to sell. Right? Yeah, so yeah. Super interested. So they're in moving. Were there yeah. any good deals or what? Uh, so that's the thing. So I was gonna say the three day thing, right? So yeah. naturally, as you can ex imagine, it kind of escalates, right? So the Saturday are the big cars. I hear like the, the big first cars to go. Sometimes you can get a deal. That's where, I, yeah. Thursday yeah. morning, you want to show up Thursday morning because yeah. that's where, like, you know, there are less people there. Well, and hopefully, it's like, a car you're interested in, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, ahead of time when it's going to yeah. be auction. It has a lot number and everything. And by the way, I totally freaking forgot. Remember that book I was flipping through? I brought it for you specifically because oh. I know you like those little deals. Yeah. So photos and details. It's been the GWA library. And I'm sure we can uh, get some trivias out of it somehow. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah, they they auction off all those cars and. Um, yeah, day one, uh, we actually weren't there for Thursday. We arrived in the evening, so we didn't get to see any of it. But uh, we stayed all day Friday. Uh, Rick uh, and I, uh, you know, Rick from D uh, Radwood and I went out. And so... It's from Clutch Kick, actually. I don't know what that is. Clutchkickers.com. So, I don't acknowledge that. So uh, <laughs> so there's uh, there's the, the three-day thing. But like, so the... The vendors were so varied, dude. It was. I don't understand this mattress comment. Knives made. Yeah, I heard about the Matt well, Farah. You were talking all sorts of knives. knives. Yeah, like all sorts of knives. Uh, binoculars. But did they check you for knives on your way in? Yes. I heard they pat you full down on. Like, dude, like so we the first day because we had like media passes, so we asked where the media tent was or the media area was. So we went on an, into a different line and just went walked right through. But um, that was. Um, actually, I'm sorry. I said day one. I meant early in the morning, the first day, just the only day we were there, the only day, Friday, uh, walk through, no worries. Uh, later on in the day, uh, we left, uh, and came back again 
and that media line was no longer there. That that whole door was closed, so we had to go through the regular line, and full yeah, they went through our bags like you know Whoa. metal detectors. Like I got a little pat down, the works. Oh yeah, uh, Lucky but you. yeah, of course. Um, yeah, you get yeah you ha- you can pretty much find anything in there. I saw bedazzled uh, NFL helmets. Jesus, what the uh, yeah, fuck? It's Vegas. It is yeah. Vegas. So, uh, yeah, you just uh, get a little bit of that. Uh, you know, leather goods, uh, boots, of course, cowboy boots. Was there boots. anything you wanted to buy? No. Oh, uh, nothing I was interested in. Um, they, yeah, there. most of it was not car related, oddly enough. Like, you'd think, you, okay, there were a few, like, car memorabilia. There was a, a couple guys doing, like, you know, just artwork, like automotive artwork. Yeah. And, and this that, is not... These are not being auctioned. This is just like a vendor row. This is just vendor row. Yeah. I'm this having a hard vendor. time picturing this whole event. Yeah. So just ima- so you walk in. It's like a trade show. Walk like in. Full on trade show. Yeah, and booths, booths. also with uh, just then on, then with on the, the big one auction side room. is a big auction. Yeah. And then on one side is all the all. Yeah. So you have all the cars, you know, parked. And so basically I'll have a number and they're all like parked in, you know, yeah. whatever arrangement. And. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, at, at, you can walk up to the main stage, which is, you know, on one side of the big, huge hall, and that's where they're actually auctioning off the cars. And so there's different sections, right? There's like VIP sections that are elevated and they have different treatments for... And you guys you know, were on like, the stage. We were on the stage, Dang, yeah. So we, so, dude. So there were... Um, saw that picture of Rick with his arms <laughs> So we'll get to the stage in a moment. But so there's, uh, you know, a pretty diverse group of cars. I, you know, you think Barrett Jackson, you think hot rods, right? Like you think, you know, definitely. that's, that's where your yeah, mind goes. Definitely, hot rods. Uh, definitely a lot of resto mods. I'd say that's 75% of what they were selling, but, uh, the new big category, um, is eighties trucks and not just domestics. They had a lot of like, you know, Japanese trucks and, and American trucks, really, really nice trucks. And almost everything was super low mileage, like really nice stuff. And uh, South Americans and such. And such as in the Iraq. Uh, and, you know, they had, yeah, they had a mix of, you know, weird Japanese stuff. Like there, there was a freaking uh, Honda Civic. Uh, I'm not, not a Honda Civic. Sorry. It was a Honda Z600. Do you know what that is? It was, it's the really tiny little 600cc like car. Yeah. That, the rear looks like the swim, swim, uh, scuba mask. Swim, scuba. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's mask a thing. Z600? Z600. Yeah. I was just thought I have 600. a picture of it. I have yet to post it. Uh, lifted. Whoa. On huge fucking tires. By the way, that's like the sixth picture you said you have a picture of it you haven't posted it yet? Dude, I have a yeah, a bunch. <laughs> get on it. Do you know what a business we're in? Uh yeah. So uh <laughs> we'll get on it. So he, uh lifted lifted car, yeah, like modern drivetrain. It had like a like a Hayabusa swap or some shit oh in it. God. Like just really trippy stuff. And but it was it's well random. executed. Um and so you have a lot of oddball stuff. Like who would um, buy that? Or like what where does that dude, sell for? A lot right? of weird shit like that. And you know, and, yeah. Start in the beginning too. Like, what what were some of the cheap ones that you saw on Friday morning? Like, Brian's so still uh, we we didn't walk up to the stage until like we like until it was close. So that's the thing. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. But like, I mean, it's just a lot of weird stuff. So they actually had a huge selection of like 2005 through 2010 SL Mercedes, and like, and as I was walking around, weird. I'm like, There's okay, demographic, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, Vegas so, convertible. Yeah. Like you need that a even a high rod guy will buy that for, for his, his wife. wife. And yeah. they're always there and everyone's and you know, oh, honey, this one's cute. It's comfortable. I want something with, the, with working right. air conditioning. It's not very expensive. Like, you know, so it, they, by the way, it's such a sketchy ass car to not do a PPI on. I bet for like, you, you, you deal with that shit all day. Oh right. God, so and, and those things sell like hotcakes. They were just moving through them. And I, I didn't see what prices were, no but, prices, okay. uh, but you, I mean, you can look it up after the fact yeah. and, but really like the condition of the car is over 
overall though were super nice and they have like pretty high standards in general too with in terms of authenticity and like they have a whole team dedicated to like um going through a car if it's like something that is especially if it's a special car whether it be japanese domestic whatever but um you know evidently they specialize in the hemis and like you know the yenkos yeah. and all that but um so they have like people there that are experts and they go through the cars and make sure that they're off they authenticate them before they put them on the block to so they basically are you know they have, there's an integrity there component right yeah. that they're selling something that's um the right thing the right thing so there's that, uh, which was really interesting to see. We and so um, our bud Matt there, who uh, you know does marketing for them, like basically gave us like a little VIP tour, and we got to see the behind the scenes stuff. And oh, cool. Um, and uh, I, we I had hit him up. I'm like, dude, like there is a '97 ITR out there with 1,100 miles, and I'm like, for sure it's gonna be record breaking, right? And the car was absolutely perfect. And it turns out that this car was. Um, you know, owned by a guy that was racing back in the in the mid to late 90s and the Honda scene and involved with like real time and stuff. Oh, and cool. so this is like a legit dude. And he, he knew his shit. We talked for a while and the, he bought the car with the intention of just owning it as a rad, unique, you know, basically homologated race car. And um, he was so busy for like five years straight that he barely got to drive it. So like at, at one point he like realized like shit, because like, he's got a bunch of cars and his daily driver was like a fully built civic hatchback that like was also track ready. And, um, and he realized like, you know, it's got this many miles, like now I can't drive it. Right. So like might as well just preserve it. And so he like would park it at like his buddies, like, you know, Honda dealership, like the local George, I think is he's in Atlanta, you know, like the big Honda dealership there in their showroom and just kind of rotate it around and display yeah. it and stuff. And so that's what ended up happening, but he didn't intend on like just keeping it as a super ultra low mileage investment really. And it just kind of ended up huh. being that way. Was but, it perfect interior-wise, too? Flawless. Okay. Absolutely perfect. I saw a picture someone posted, and they showed the steering wheel, and it had, like, wear and tear on it. And I was like, nah, it had to be a different it car. It might have been lighting or something. Yeah, the yeah. car was perfect. Oh, I think cool. It was pristine, yeah. And, yeah, in, in, yeah inside and out. Uh, and, yeah, he had underbody shots of it and everything, and the car looked like you just like it literally had rolled and off. It's just going to continue to be that car? That's the thing, right? I mean, it's because... never be driven. Al although, I would be the asshole that would take advantage of the fact that it's there. I would change all the rubber and then drive it for 10,000 miles and still ride the appreciation curve and either break even or even capitalize on it, yeah. you know, because it's just going to go that way. Like, I would right. do it. I mean, I mean, you could even drive it 2,000 miles and be fine, right? Right. But, I mean, I mean might as well keep it for eight months, huh? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, but it's... I just it, would feel so bad, like, couldn't rally it couldn't yeah the rallying part it's just like weekend drives yeah you know, like when no one's around Cars and coffee at 6 a.m kind of thing yeah. yeah uh but uh so there, there was that car and you know we we're cruising around and I, I i shot matt a text i'm like dude like can you please line it up for us to get the tour when this thing goes on stage and he's like yeah, i think i can do that and it worked out great and so we nice. actually call, like got right? to do that and we got to see so it was all timed so that we got to see where the staging is of the cars before they go on deck on the chopping block there and so there's um, basically multiple lanes and each car is assigned a driver for the day. So they know the car really well. And so like he was informing us that if you want to know anything about a car beyond all of the documentation and shit, like that's the person you want to talk to because they get to drive it around and start it and stop it. And so they know if there's a weird vibration or if it's hard starting sure, or sure. any, you know, how's the clutch, you know, all that. So you have that extra opportunity there to walk up and talk to them and so then they go on the stage and then you know it goes live and then Dude, it's such it's... a stressful job too for that you know two minutes where you're driving up onto the stage driving it off 
because I was watching the guys in Monterey do it with GT40, like a race-proven <laughs> yeah. uh, $4 million GT40, and he's got to drive it slowly up a fucking wooden ramp Yeah, you know, into a... Sketch, dude. <laughs> sketchy. In front of a crowd. In front of a crowd of cameras everywhere. Yeah, yeah no stalling, no not bullshit. Not his car. He's yeah. not used to it. All of the above. Yeah. For, uh, for some reason, you forget how to drive in that instance. Uh, Just but yeah, anything, right? That's all they do. Yeah, these people. So, I, I mean, I think they're... Yeah, it's kind of the deal. And they have every... I mean, it's a well-oiled machine. Like, they have everyone... Like, the the tasks that each individual do like on stage and everything are so specific and just like you know there's the guy that it's like the lollipop holder where he stops the car at a specific spot yeah. and then, then you guide it over here then there's a security guard there and then there's all these people so we got to go behind the scenes to see like how all the you know how they're taking all the bids in there's like a, a dedicated phone line because like For some sure. people still want to call oh dude, uh, you Monterey know, has like right 10 of them so you have like two i think yeah. here you have two lines at this event and then of course you have your internet guy and then you have the guy who's just doing the price updates on the screens and then you know so it's, it's a it's big a full big deal machine, yeah. yeah and then there's like the velocity channel corner where they're doing their own thing and so they have to be in tune with the other dudes and i would love to do a so, live yeah. uh like a uh, podcast watching those Go yeah through and comment on each car going Dude, by. Be great so that's something that's in the works we for us we should really do so that. there is a motor trend stage a live motor trend stage which uh we have the opportunity to go on so that was Whoa. part of like checking this out and that's like awesome. seeing what we're interested in doing and i'm like yeah. that is something we'd like to do yeah so um you know we'll, we'll see what that looks like in the future possibly scottsdale you know or one of the other auctions but... yeah i've been to scottsdale for that auction it was really cool and that was a long time ago before that's they were the big one big. Right? yeah huge i mean it's like in a fairground you know right yeah it's like car they, he, he was circus calling tents. it like the he was calling it that they call it like the circus or yeah. they have circus tents basically yeah, it is uh, literally like yeah. massive tents so like it's pretty cool i mean a lot of access in terms of the cars um i had some of the like hoods closed for pictures and like there's like people out like walking around staff yeah. and almost all of the cars are not stanchioned off except for a few that are in collections so they have like this one dude's collection all going at the same time and yeah. so those are stanchioned off which made it made for difficult like photo ops but yeah um uh, yeah it was a good variety you can tell that they're definitely starting to focus more on the 80s and 90s stuff so uh there were a lot of trucks uh there were some uh, a lot of like r32 skylines there mm -hmm. uh so they're they're definitely starting to look into that you know your your Z, your c4 zr1s and like all that um yeah. fox bodies they had a, a fuck i can't remember um i want to say like a 1200 mile Cobra R Fox body. So they made very few of those. Um, it looks like a standard Cobra, but it has the ugly, you know, three, like the, the three spoke double prong wheels oh, that yeah, yeah. ended up on the later models. Yes. Um, and so they put them on that car first. They were black with a polished lip. And mm. this car was like plastics on the seats, yeah. like, you know, super low option car, like stereo and AC delete and all that. And then they had another, Fox body convertible five Oh, mm. um, and you know, so they're, they're definitely tapping in two minty grand nationals. And, uh, um, uh, so on the bigger, on the higher end stuff, they had an LFA, they had a, a nine eighteen, they had, uh, and a bunch of like just the rare high dollar, like old muscle. So they had like a four, a 67, 427, a C3 vet, which was pretty epic, perfect car. And like, 
a lot of the stuff was you know high quality low mileage yeah. really beautiful yeah. stuff and that car you know like the gamund or whatever i was thinking like can you imagine in 67 rolling up in this thing to anything with the stinger hood and like it was black <laughs> like lacquer black with the red interior like those oh, things are yeah. pretty impressive to look at too you, you know 67 yeah 67 that's my favorite year it's i love those ones. such that's a like rad a looking car rear, i think i think so yeah yeah. Uh, but it's such a great looking car and it's very impressive. You know, it, even though they're hubcaps, it's got the hubcaps with all the fins and shit, but yeah. 427, rad. 435 horsepower, 427. Yeah. I uh, remember then Gran Turismo, that thing handled like shit. Oh, I bet. <laughs> um, and they have, they, they had a freaking Hellcat row, which was kind of interesting. Like all these Hellcats with like five miles on them. Dude, sign me up, man. Yeah. Where we, where we <laughs> get on that? Did they have the protectors on the, all on of them the had the lab? protectors, of course. So we, we drove by a guy in, Monterey leaving the track going to our hotel and we were in like heavy traffic and we're next to it and the guy's coming coming opposite and he has those protectors and I'm just looking at him like what the fuck and the guy gave me a total like approving nod of like the 944 that, like what's up yeah uh, like you're cool I'm cool like cool, cool car Oh, and you just man. shook your head. So we bad. should all put protectors on our cars, like bumper yellow. Oh, I could do it on my my E30. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. People Noodle, say you're crazy. Put for, fucking yellow tape. Or people put, say um, you're crazy for rocking that thing, right? Dude, <laughs> put a freaking thing. Uh, pool oh, noodle. Dude, I got my fucking mud flap clips. Whoa. Oh, gangster install. Oh man, it works so well. Nice. So happy. Yeah, installed. Oh, yeah. 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 Where are you gonna put Instantly. those extra ones? Uh, they're in a locking lock safe. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if you need one, proof. I like it. So I'm yeah, E36 M3 lightweight. Like they're tapping into nice. the the cool stuff. Too. I mean, our Euro Fuck more eighties nineties era. Dude, it sounds era. pretty fun, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely kind of exciting, exciting, right? It's interesting, and it's a it's a cool you know you know you grow up watching the shit on TV, right? And like to be there yeah. like while it's happening. And for me, it was super special. Like I I love itrs especially the 97 like white like that is the one for me you mm -hmm. know like and to talk to the guy and like to go on stage with him he was standing right next to us and just and like that's a big story like, for that community yeah right? it's i mean it's it was all over the all over interwebs. the place right now yeah it's it was world yeah, i've record, seen that everywhere like, yeah. record breaking and the um it is the like the most like think engagement. of that lane sixty eight thousand dollars for an Integra. I know. 63 <laughs> like, yes so gnarly yeah. and the most what do you mean yeah. yeah, that might be the most overrated car ever. Yeah. So a lot of people say that, but uh, 63, 8 went forward. But um, what the hell was I saying, though? Most me. engagement ever. Oh, yeah. So that their Barrett-Jackson post on that car is, uh, has received the most engagement on social huh. media they've ever gotten, like in likes and comments and view, well, all, everything. Because those people use it, Instagram. Social media, yeah. So yeah. there's something there, right, Barrett-Jackson? So, you know, demo, man. That's... But yeah, it, I thought, I don't know, just like everything else, right? It's like you're buying into an investment. I don't think it's like that crazy. Like, yeah, sure. Like whatever value per compared to performance. No, blah, I'm blah, sure blah. the car is worth it just because someone paid for it and someone will pay for it again. Like yeah, that car with really that miles. Like, okay. So what is the, where does that go from there? Dude, what about? I don't know what it does, but but that someone's car gonna pay seventy five grand for it. But it's all about those yeah, miles. Yeah, sure. sure. Fuck, man. It's, it's one like, of one. Yeah. You know, it's uh well, we it's, don't know that but well but, what's his name so sam smith uh, commented on it and he said that he knows of two other ones that might be lower mileage and one of them is owned by honda in japan uh -huh. and then there's another one i can't remember it's in a museum somewhere in the midwest yeah. um, but i mean museums sure you know like but there's so, a lot of museums and, and these cars are this car is on the market if it's on the market like i can totally see someone paying more for that like 
It's so, just I mean, it's an asset. I mean, why not, dude? If you if you grew up loving that car yeah. and you have your it's rare. you're in tech or something and you have yeah. millions of dollars, billions of dollars, you're, you're yeah. wealthy. No, I know. I know. And what's a hundred thousand compared to sixty two? I know? just it's my like, question whatever. is if if this is the top of the market or if it's oh, if it, like if there's gonna room. be a hundred thousand dollar well, Integra. A thing called inflation too, so yeah. No, I know, but things crash out too. I mean, yeah, I mean, I yeah, well, but, they, but, but there's I think still if, room in this, this, this era has the whole a lot of room to grow. I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. But so I'm I saying, think it'll be a hundred grand before things are up. Yeah, totally. And because I think, yeah, exactly. That this is the, this is sort of like it's so starting to gain front. momentum right now. And then this is E30 M3. It's the same type of thing. Yeah, I think but there's also better. anomalies <laughs> in auctions uh, where a car will sell for $2 million and then the next time it sells, it goes for 800000 because yeah, there's two then, guys in the and room. And then if the floodgates open and all of a right. sudden there's, there's 15 four, yeah. Or, or, yeah, even four yeah. with under 1,500 miles. Like fucking then it, like the R107s. Or like that happened with the Toyota 2000 GTs. Oh yes. right, yeah. yeah. So there was that guy, and all of a sudden they were all for sale, and because they went one went for a million bucks, now they're a now they sell for like four hundred. That was sort of F40 effect, right? Like that happened yeah, with those cars. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. I still think there's a lot of room, um, just knowing how few of those there are, and like, I mean. They made like 320 97 US spec ITRs, which are unique. Those are not like the Japanese ones or any or the Euro ones. Mm -hmm. And let's say half of them have been crashed or salvaged. And yeah. then how many are actually like, you know, below 5,000 miles or whatever. So it's like, it's just you're buying into a collector piece, you know, you're totally. buying into something. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I think there's, there's room for sure. That's my guess. Yeah. I think you could Dude, be right. The last car. The last ninety-seven with forty thousand miles sold for forty-five thousand on BAT. Yeah, so no, that gives you an idea of like where things crazy are. Crazy too. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's not really that far off. No, it's. I not. think this is for a, that. That it almost sounds like a good buy. <laughs> I thought so too. Yeah. Uh, I I guess sixty. I was. It was hard to gauge, you know, because I mean, it's a good yeah. guess. Yeah. But that's where it ended up. After right the there. back, right now, when he's telling us. <laughs> well, we were on stage, I guess, and, and, I guess and sixty after he knew it was sixty-three. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was a couple grand off. Yeah, yeah. I don't totally. want to be too braggy. Did yeah. you see who bought it? No, it's the guy that thought the nine nineteen weighed twenty nine hundred pounds. That's right. It's a big bitch. <laughs> it's a big bitch. <laughs> So yeah, interesting, super fun experience. Um, I think you know Scottsdale would be really interesting. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely got a different vibe than than anything I've experienced, uh, car wise. So you've never been, to, never been to an auction before? Uh, I've been to uh, Pebble, just standing outside where they bring the cars around. <laughs> oh really? You've never been uh, inside for an auction? I've never been inside. Okay. An auction. Yeah. yeah. Lane, have you? Yeah. Yeah. Should go I've been to, to a, a couple uh, at Monterey, like Russo and Steel, and. RM maybe I don't Me know a couple Meekum. other ones yeah I was working as a no I never been to a production Russo. assistant uh, Russo, Russo. 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 oh that's yeah. right we got snuck in by Brian <laughs> oh did I sneak you in yeah. nice yeah. Job, especially when you, I mean, me. not that I have a vested interest in them, but like just cars that were like I wanted to know what the R32s were gonna do and all these cars, right? Especially there, because like you know, it's yeah. kind of interesting yeah, to yeah. see. Like, it's really you know, cool. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm glad you got to go. That's yeah, rad. I'd love to. So yeah, we'll, we'll go to another one more of that and doing a DWA lane hate on uh, on the cars coming through. <laughs> Sounds kind of fun. That room looked crazy. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah, like all the people in there. There was packed in like sardines. Yeah, that was the front oh, section there. People yeah. watching must have been good too. Definitely interesting. A lot of yeah, rascals. 
<laughs> Rascals? Like the scooters. Oh, scooters. Uh, <laughs> hover rounds. Get around. Or yeah, hover rounds. Not as many as you think. Really? Uh, yeah. I also thought Lane was talking about people. Freaking <laughs> little rascals. Chevy, Chevy, Chevy had a big boot, a huge <laughs> boot. <laughs> Chevy had like a SEMA sized presence there. Wow. Like that big. Yeah, like wow. huge presence with all their cars and New stuff. cars? New cars. Wow. And so Ford did too, oddly enough. And they were like pumping all their S, you know, their STs and, you know, yeah. cars that are on their way out uh my favorite car the entire show though was a 996 gt2 that silver one one? so nice yeah i wouldn't pick a silver but i mean that car is so cool that car is so cool pretty rad we like some darker darker colors man maybe yellow not yellow you just don't know you just don't know are you just yellow is it time i think so brian do the honors do 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 it's trivia time that was kind of almost like slap bassy, kind of like almost like uh, Les Claypooly. Kind of like uh, yeah, Les Claypool did Seinfeld's uh, intro. Um, 2019 marks the 100th anniversary of two car companies and one design house. Can you name any of them? Zagato. Yes. Nineteen nineteen. How did you know that? I don't know. Nineteen nineteen just sounded right for Zagato. Nineteen nineteen because it's hundred years ago. Zagato nineteen nineteen, of course. Uh, the out. battle. He of... threw out nineteen nineteen like five times. Yeah, the battle of Cuba in nineteen nineteen and Zagato. Yeah. The or... battle of Cuba and then the Iraq. The Iraq. Uh, wow. All right. You name the design house. Yeah. Well done, Art. Ferrari. Negative. Yeah. Alfa Romeo. Negative. They're not that. Was uh, it Wills, St. Clair? It's not Mercedes. No, they're much older. Not Mercedes. <laughs> that was the first car. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When do you want a hint? Do you want a, no, a country of origin? I'd like it. No. Yeah, I would. I would. No. Come on, we're just going to well, name yes, every Chevrolet. car. Chevrolet. No. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, we're going to name like every guess? car. I don't know. Uh, one Peugeot. is from... One is from France and one is from Great Britain. Reno. No. Wait, there were two 1900 year anniversaries. Yeah. Citroën and Great Britain. Aston Martin. Close. Rolls Royce. Jaguar. Bugatti. Jeez. Bugatti? Bentley. Bentley. Bugatti's not from Great Britain. Oh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> uh, Bentley. Bentley, Citroën, and Zagato. 100 years old. Guys, ready for some really crazy trivia now? So, do you think that that will affect values? No. Which one? Do you Not think they'll all. have like more stuff? The nope. hundredth, hundredth year anniversary, hundredth, hundredth year, hundredth year. It won't change. The hundred years, hundred years. It won't change a single thing. I don't. I got the. All right. Um. This is. A, I don't know how to word this, so just bear with me for a second. All right. This one's a little easier. Actually, I'll do this one first. Greatest temperature change in 24 hours. On the globe? In the U.S. Uh, and it might be the globe. All time. All time. It's got to be like Death Valley or something in the winter. Something or other. Um, what? And you're looking for the temperatures. 70 degrees. That's I'm a, looking for that. Yeah. Oh, the range. Yeah, that's a good number. 70 degrees. So you think it went from? Like 120 to 30. Whoa, 120, 30, 70 degrees, guy. <laughs> How does that work? That's oh, 100. Wait, <laughs> um, 
So it Damn, was 30 degrees. 70 is good, though. I think it's going to be one of these super negative but, ones, like by negative the way, that 30. Was 90, but anyways. Yeah, I know. Negative, uh, negative six, 30. Ah, is a good number. I'm going to I'm going to say Yeah, I'll I'll say I'm going to say a swing of 100. I'll say it was 70. Swing of 100. I'll say it was 70. It sounds crazy, Warren. 100 in one day. Let's say negative 30 let's, to 70. Let's say I'm doing like one 110 to to 40 then. Good job, Lane. <laughs> I can do math. I can see that like in the desert, yeah. Um It's a good number. I'm going to go 60. Fuck it. 60. 82 degrees. Dang. It went from 37 degrees impressive. below zero to an afternoon high of 45 the, degrees. Yeah, those deep. Oh, yeah, so I, was, I was at least right, right on my. Yeah. Is that my, some like southern Chile end. shit or something? Or this was in this was in uh, Fort Belknap, Montana. Huh. Mm-hmm. The Chinook winds came down mm. and blasted. Right. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be a wind chill. Now listen to this one. Or Spearfish, South Dakota. They in 1943, it was minus four degrees when they woke up that morning. Just two minutes later, the temperature shot up how? Two minutes. In two minutes. They didn't even have accurate measurement. It was negative two. They probably better than we do now. Negative two when they woke up. Negative four. Negative four. In two minutes, it raised 20 degrees. I can see the sun coming up. Boom! Just all of a sudden. I'm gonna say. 10 degrees. 10 degrees. Really? I don't know what I'm over here. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say it got up to like 30. In two minutes, so it shot up. Four, four degrees, right? It shot up 45 degrees. Motherfucker. <laughs> temperature increase. So you're going to need those, two 45 uh, degrees. Zip off pants for that. 49 sort of degree temperature swing in two minutes. That's insane. That's yeah. insane. I don't think plants would like that. How do you dress, <laughs> yeah, dress for that? Really bad. They said that it was uh, likely due to cold air and warm air sloshing back and forth along the plains at the base of the Black Hills. Hmm. Like, I don't know what you just said. Is that crazy? Dude, sloshing. That, negative. Sloshing. Wind. Negative yeah. four. Sloshing, yeah, that's negative <laughs> blowing four my mind. to 45. Wind, mind grapes? Wind your mind grapes? mind grapes are blown. Well, and if you're talking about sloshing, then it's going to go back and forth. So then it's like in two, you know, what happens in four minutes? Like it happens but again. But wait, that's not the end of the wild morning weather story. <laughs> After the temperature climbed all the way to 54 degrees by 9 a.m., it crashed down 58 degrees to 27. No, I'm sorry. 58 <laughs> degrees in 27 minutes back to minus 4 degrees right where it's it started slosh sloshing slosh effect yeah is that sloshing when negative negative 4 54 negative 4 it's fucked up that's like you could die dude there's way more math You're, than i was expecting was in this weather conversation i'm sorry but i needed no, to tell fine. you guys that yeah. is that that can be good for you as a human being is this the sort there? of is this the stuff that you think about while you're driving a van again yeah I have a lot of time to think. Thinking, Spearfish, thinking South Dakota. That doesn't sound like a real place. Spearfish, South Dakota. Yeah, I don't mm. believe in that. I've been to the other place in Montana, but it was in the summer and it was lovely. Mm. It's near <laughs> Great Falls, Montana. Cool. Double cool Barrel Diner. Check it out. That's. I would really Dude, like to check bar? out that area. I've been there twice. I've <laughs> never, never been up around there. Insane <laughs> salad bar. <laughs> Cobs for days. <laughs> All right, that's podcast.
even with it raised? Yeah. <laughs> if they're not, dude, they're not. We need facial expressions. <laughs> we need, it's like, Brian's like an emoji right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>